Reporting from Cisco Security Intelligence Operations, this is the Cyber Risk Report. The Cyber Risk Report is a strategic intelligence product created by Cisco analysts that highlights current security issues in mid- to long-range perspectives. The report addresses various risk management categories, such as vulnerability, physical, legal, trust, identity, human, and geopolitical. This report covers the period from August 11th to August 17th, 2014. Vulnerability activity for the period increased, highlighted by the Microsoft Monthly Security Bulletins and monthly updates from Adobe, Google Chrome, and Apple Safari. Microsoft published its Monthly Security Bulletin release on August 12th. Microsoft released nine bulletins that addressed 37 vulnerabilities. The bulletins addressed vulnerabilities in Microsoft Windows, Microsoft Internet Explorer, Microsoft.NET Framework, Microsoft SQL Server, and Microsoft SharePoint. The vulnerabilities could allow an attacker to execute arbitrary code, gain elevated privileges, bypass security features, or cause a denial-of-service condition. Full details of the monthly release are available in the Cisco Event Response Microsoft Security Bulletin release for August 2014. Following the release on Tuesday, Microsoft updated Security Bulletin MS14-045 after users reported crashes and issues restarting their systems. Microsoft is currently recommending that users uninstall the update. Other significant monthly updates for August were released by Adobe for multiple vulnerabilities in Flash Player, Air, Reader, and Acrobat. Apple released updates for seven vulnerabilities reported in Safari WebKit, and Google released updates to correct three vulnerabilities in Chrome. These monthly updates are designed to make it easier for users and administrators to update their systems on a regular schedule. Additional vulnerabilities for the period include a Kerberos CADMIND LDAP backend buffer overrun vulnerability impacting Kerberos 5 versions 1.6 through 1.12.2 and multiple additional vendor updates for the previously reported OpenSSL vulnerabilities. A researcher reported the identification of two new Game Over Zeus variants following the takedown of the Game Over network. Finally, in vulnerability news, IntelliShield published 176 events last week, which included 118 new events and 58 updated events. While vulnerability activity for the period was increased, it should be noted that the threat outbreak alerts reporting spam and phishing activity still exceeded the vulnerability alerts. In the attacks and compromise risk management category, while the anonymous group and its affiliates have been impacted by multiple arrests, the group has launched a campaign in support of the community following the Ferguson, Missouri police shooting. The Operation Ferguson campaign has announced that they will compromise government and police systems to release personally identifiable information and details of the shooting. As the activity and the investigation continue, additional state and federal resources have responded to assist the small government resources in Ferguson. The focused media reporting on this shooting, investigation, and protests has created a high-profile event that continues to grow. The introduction of hacktivist groups threatening cyber attacks to compromise sensitive personal and investigative information could further inflame the situation. While similar activity has been seen before, it is notable that the hacktivist groups are attempting to influence the events and groups on both sides with the threat of attacks and posting of sensitive information. While the small community has limited resources and an IT team of only two technicians, it has been augmented and largely replaced by state and federal authorities 
except for the local information systems that likely remain vulnerable to attacks. Organizations should recognize that if they have limited assets, they should develop plans to augment their staff for incident responses to bring in additional technical, legal, and management assets and expertise. Next, in the legal risk management category, the Center for Digital Democracy has filed a complaint with the Federal Trade Commission following their investigation that identified 30 U.S. companies using and sharing EU citizen data in violation of the Safe Harbor Agreement. The Consumer Advocacy Group accused the companies of being involved with web data brokers and partners to profile and target online individuals. The FTC has reached settlements with 14 companies over complaints this year and continues to investigate and enforce the safe harbor requirements in the United States. Multiple companies named in the complaint have responded that they take the safe harbor requirements very seriously and that the complaint has no merit. While this latest complaint continues to be investigated, the previous settlements with the FTC indicate many of the companies that hold safe harbor certification may be violating the privacy framework. As we have reported from previous investigations, the violations frequently stem from collecting and sharing data with partners, who then share it with others until it reaches the major data brokers and becomes widely available. The EU privacy advocates are particularly sensitive following the ongoing releases of NSA spying, but U.S. consumers should be equally concerned. While complete online privacy protection is nearly impossible, consumers and businesses have many options to limit the exposure of their information and tracking. Businesses should understand the value of this information and apply adequate protections to limit its access and sharing, and closely monitor the legal and regulatory updates to remain compliant with the current requirements. In the human risk management category, following the death of actor and comedian Robin Williams, the social media accounts of his daughter Zelda became the target of multiple attacks making unfounded accusations, posting altered photos, and generally making abusive comments. Zelda Williams responded by announcing she would be staying off the accounts indefinitely. The social media providers responded that they had suspended multiple accounts and reported they are updating their policies. The reports generated many comments from others that have been abused on social media accounts who called for improving the policies and enforcement. This high-profile event calls needed attention to a continuing problem, further highlighted by school environments where many of these cases have originated and been reported. Social media users have many options to limit, prevent, and report violations of the social media policies. Additionally, Users can apply several settings on their own accounts to limit their sharing and account posting access. Being bullied online is a high-profile issue with schools and student populations, as it can be with businesses and their employees. Schools and businesses should address this issue directly, provide policy guidance and enforcement, and supply information on how to handle, report, and respond to these attacks and abuse. There are many organizations that provide information online for handling these types of events, as well as local community groups that can assist with local training and outreach programs. Finally, in geopolitical news, facing almost unanimous international and domestic pressure, Iraqi Prime Minister al-Maliki reluctantly prepared to hand over power to his successor last week. His apparent peaceful departure from office was, as Saudi Arabia's Foreign Minister Prince Fasal apparently said, quote, the only good news I've heard lately, end quote. Indeed, the situation was much graver to the north where a rapidly expanding humanitarian crisis involving a minority religious community 
compounded concerns over Sunni extremist group Islamic State attacks on Kurdish-held areas of Iraq. Following the initial surprise attack by IS, and with the help of U.S. airstrikes, Kurdish military forces retook several contested areas last week, with the critical Mosul Dam being contested at this writing. The deepening crisis in Iraq is of concern for anyone with information assets in the region. Information security specialists may want to follow developments with three points in mind. First, probably due to limited numbers and weapons, IS favors classic surprise attack tactics. As IS is squeezed out of key strongholds in Iraq, as appears likely, the risk of surprise attacks is heretofore unaffected areas, such as borders with Saudi Arabia, Jordan, Turkey, and Lebanon, may increase. In the case of a sudden deterioration of the security situation, there will be likely no time for sorting out which information assets are critical and what can be left behind. This must be ready ahead of time. Second, U.S. actions to protect the Kurds and Yazidis after refraining from greater involvement when other communities were threatened across Iraq and Syria have raised frustration levels and potentially the risk of revenge attacks. Particularly outside the region, these attacks are likely to take the form of anonymous-style DDoS attacks and website defacements. IS itself has demonstrated an aggressive social media awareness, although they may not have the capability to undertake more sophisticated network sabotage. And third, with a new government forming in Baghdad, Iranian actors can be expected to work behind the scenes to weaken support for moderate Sunni forces. Iranian state-backed cyber spies have demonstrated sophisticated capabilities and may be working overtime to get their hands on sensitive information that could weaken their perceived adversaries, whether they are based in Paris, Washington, Riyadh, or Baghdad. This concludes the Cyber Risk Report for this week. To read the full report, Visit www.cisco.com slash go slash SIO and select the Cyber Risk Reports link. Tune in for next week's report from Cisco Security Intelligence Operations. Thanks for listening and stay safe.